With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, welcome to the Council of Greg podcast. We are not the Council of Greg, we are just the unpaid interns. What does that mean? Well, that means we do a lot of shit through signs and and wonders, and we just kind of follow the bouncing ball and see what's going on with the other side, the supernatural, the fringe, the sublime, all of that stuff. Last year, we investigated the Fee House, not once, but twice. The first time we recorded it for our Patreon, which was defunct now, but we do still have the the video, and so I will go ahead and put links to the videos in the show notes if you want to see our first run through the house and what happened. This podcast is about the second time that we went. It was me, this is Heather by the way, Stephanie, and Buck. Uh, Buck is somebody that we know who we investigated with at the time. You are going to hear about our experiences and then throughout the podcast you are going to hear snippets of some EGP sessions, some tarot readings that we did, some SD sessions, stuff like that. So they're going to be kind of stuck in the episode and all like you're going to hear some some space and then it'll move into the evidence collection and then it'll come back out back into the narrative that we were explaining. I tried to even out the audio as much as possible, but you got to remember we are recording in an empty house. So there's a lot of echo and there's a lot of movement because you can hear everything. So I apologize in advance for some of the audio quality because I did the best I could, like I said. The Fee House is in Little Rock, Arkansas. I guess it would be considered a mansion, but it's just a big old house, basically. It's in the Mansion Historical District. It's kind of in a weird place. And there's also a lot of historical buildings in the same area, so it's kind of a a mix between two different worlds, like old and new, 
and but then there's also like a major street that goes down this area the house was built in 1907 by sebastian virgil heifer the house was built around 1892 by sebastian virgil heifer i think h-a-f-e-r and then it was purchased by e.b pierce and his family in 1906 in 1907 it was sold to the fees now the fees lived there for almost 20 years i believe or something very close to that he was a manufacturer of hardwood lumber he lived there with frank jr Catherine edward those are his two children thomas and patricia and then mamie which is his wife or was his wife Three of the children were from his first marriage. Mamie was the second marriage. Thomas and Patricia were the two kids that came out of that marriage. How Frank and Mamie got together is that they actually had an affair. They were still married to other people. Mamie was very, very much about appearances, even though she cheated on her husband, basically. According to her granddaughter she had very small feet isn't she always dressed well and she she went to church and all those things like now their child thomas was potentially fathered by a servant <laughs> uh, there's a lot of speculation about thomas because he doesn't look like any of the children it might have not have been an up and up situation let's just put it that way so you're gonna hear about that specifically in the podcast now there's a whole bunch of accidental air quotes deaths that happened in this family frank died of of like regular death he died of a heart attack okay that's not really regular death but it's it's regular enough where it's it's not a weird situation now Catherine, on the other hand she died in a really weird way she drank poison and there's just like a lot of weird speculation around that too According to newspapers, it says that she drank poison by mistake. She had a headache, and her husband and her two two brothers were playing cards downstairs, and she accidentally drank poison instead of drinking a headache medicine. But then there are also recounts of that there was arguing, and that she was very upset, and she went upstairs and, like, did a thing. So it could be accidental death, but it also could be suicide, so we don't know. There's a lot of speculation about that on the podcast, so we'll let you decide. So the big death in the family is Mamie. Actually, there's like just a lot of residual energy around this, and people pick up on this all the time. And there's actually Mamie's room, which is on the second floor. And on the second floor, there is still this energy, and there is this uh, sense of fire. And we're going to talk about fire a lot in the podcast as well. But she was in her nightgown drying her hair over the stove, and her gown caught fire and she rolled around in a blanket to smother the flings and she was burned but she didn't want to spoil edward's marriage plans and so she just covered it up and then after the wedding she had to go to the hospital with the burns but by then it was too late and she basically died from she was just basically hoping that it would just go away and that the burns would kind of heal itself that is a little weird i'm not gonna lie there's just a lot of weird things that happen in this house and then after the fees it was owned by a woman who like had it for like 40 something years and it became like uh she rented all the rooms basically so it became like a uh a boarding house 
Um, during that time, somebody fell down the stairs and broke their neck. So there's a lot of weirdness around the stairs. And yeah, it is a little strange. I'm not going to lie. The stairs are kind of like, ooh, I don't want to step on the stairs because I'm afraid I'm going to fall. But since then, it's been owned by this man named Drew and he's been working on it and fixing it up and also he lets people investigate it so we'll put all the information about how to get in touch with Drew to investigate the fee house in the show notes if you are interested so I think that's all you need to know about this episode and so without further ado we're going to go right into it Rex messaged me because he had a really strange night at Bee House and he went on this long tirade about all the things that happened there and they had a really active night as far as a negative entity. I'm using air quotes with that. And when was it? Like when did he go? So he was in June, July. He went August. After the fire? Kindred Spirits was there. And then he went a few weeks after that. Okay. He went and he had all these weird things happen. Basically, it was a quiet night and he couldn't have that. So he started provoking. And when he started provoking, things started happening. And it became really negative really fast. But then that could have been some of the people that were there to exacerbate that. So he messaged us and then he called us because he wanted us to look at the footage that was really weird. And then he ended up taking an entity or an attachment or a negative something home. And then his life for like about a month was really funky. And then he asked us to go investigate. Yeah, he was really freaked out when he called us and we had that little group chat. He didn't know what was going on. Did he say that he felt like he got pushed down the stairs? He felt like he was going to be pushed on the stairs. Yeah, okay. Or that something was going to happen on the stairs. Okay. And then most of the footage that he brought back ended up being debunked. There's supposed mm-hmm. to be this face that he caught. Nobody was there. Then you're looking at the video and there's just this face that pops up. Very clear. But they're like, oh, it wasn't anybody there. And then later... They're like, oh, yeah, we slowed the video down and it turned out to be actually one of the people there. They thought they had captured this weird video. We got the video and we were like, whoa, that's if that's not supposed to be there, that is very clearly uh, shocking to us to think that was not somebody that was there. What are you just messing with the camera or turning the camera or checking the camera at some point? And they caught themselves in the video. There was some lights and some movements and stuff through Mm -hmm. some careful debunking. We realized that it was just lights. It was the way the glass is shaped. Yeah. The way that the stained glass is shaped in the fee house, it would make those shapes. It could distort the light and and move some, yeah, create some weird effects. Shadow effects. However, the actual, whatever was going on his house was not debunked. After we talked to him, we had our own conversation and we really felt like something had shifted in the house and we needed to go back and investigate that. But we didn't know what had shifted or why the house or something else wanted us to come back and investigate there again. I did feel like the house wanted us back and I'm still not really sure why it felt like it was being orchestrated for some reason. Especially since he wanted us to go and then he didn't show up. 
ended up not going because, well, he was afraid of the house still. <laughs> it was definitely a different experience. The house had changed. Let's just put it that way. We went to Little Rock to go investigate the fee house. And we first went to Rex's house. And then what happened at Rex's house? That was my first time there. So I didn't have a control to go off of. But when we went in, it was super intense. It was almost like Rex and his wife had been arguing or somebody was super pissed off that we were there. It was just off. It was not a welcoming environment when we walked in. I had been there before. I'd been there the first time we investigated the fee house. I had gone to his house to pick up some of his equipment. And he's like the most chill person. And his house is super chill. There's like dogs and animals. And it's like going over to like your mom's house or something. He's like, hey, do you want some food? Do you want this? Do you want that? He's that kind of person. It's very relaxing. I was surprised at how it just felt like. You could taste the air almost. It was so uncomfortable sitting down. He's out in the woods, uh, and there's a lot of isolation out there. I know uh, that he doesn't have a neighbor that he can see from his property. It's easy to get spooked in that sort of situation where you don't have a lot of maybe other people over there or other people in the environment. There was levels of paranoia mixed with isolationness. Uh, going into the environment. Once we got in the house, he seemed pretty timid or upset or like kind of shaken, I guess. Whenever we got in there, he didn't seem like he was very confident or open. He's usually, he's a very cocky go-getter kind of guy. When we ran into him at the Crescent, that was not the same person. He was very talkative and he had a lot to say. He was really open and inclusive. And when we were at his house, it was almost like he was out of his element. Like he he didn't know what to do. He was just awkward. I don't know how else to describe it. There was something off with him from the other times that we talked to him. He was very disconnected this He didn't seem like he was in a very good place. He said he was having nightmares about weird things. I don't want to give too many details, but him and his wife had been arguing more than usual. And there was just a lot of stress. It was just really weird going into the house because, again, I had been in the house before and it just was not the same house. It just the energy was so different. It was so heavy. When we got in, it was like, okay, we're here now what there was like no real guidance he was just out of it like he didn't even know what to say or where to start he was just awkwardly talking when we first got there from our other interactions because i investigated him at the fee house he's very assertive he's not aggressive he's assertive though he's very much in his element he's very confident about what he does about his life about who he is as a person. He just has a very confident demeanor. He asked us to do a house clearing or to get rid of whatever was in the house. We were talking in the living room and you saw something. I just saw something in the corner of my eye. I was like, there there is something here. I can't tell you what it was. It wasn't a demon. I'm going to say that right out in front. 
this is it's no it's not a demonic force by any stretch of the imagination it was just something creeped out from around the kitchen and was like hey what's up like i see you you see me and i was like oh, okay we're dealing with something stupid it was just a either a minor attachment or some kind of trickster energy it could even be fake who knows but it definitely had that feel and you did some dousing and what did you get at first i was really having a hard time connecting because I just felt off too. And I was using the dousing rods, but not really. I was mostly just using my own intuition and my feelings. And as I walked back through the kitchen and there's a little hallway where some other bedrooms are. And as I turned the corner and looked into this room, I was like, oh, okay, there's something in there. And as I walked into the room, the energy shifted. It was even heavier back there and it was off. I'm like, okay, whatever is here is back in this room. So it's like, he told us it was a spare bedroom and that's something Mm -hmm. that is really common in haunted locations or even if you're living in a haunted house, one of the ways that you can keep ghosts out of your house is to use all the rooms. If you don't use a room, then it's void of your energy and therefore whatever wants to hang out in there will. When I've done any kind of investigation work with like entities or as they call them intelligent hauntings, it's always the spare bedroom or it's always the bedroom that nobody uses. And then the more that energy goes into that room, the less they use that room. So it's almost like they're just taking up a huge amount of space for no reason. So it makes sense that it would be the spare bedroom. He also said that he was going back there to sleep occasionally. I'm sure that didn't help his nightmares. We ended up doing a three or four part house clearing, which was fun, sort of. (laughs) His wife didn't know what to think of us. She was a little questionable at first because she doesn't believe in any of this. But I think her mind might have changed a little bit. Definitely, yeah. Would you say that her mind was changed, but? Yeah, she was going around and and helping him out, too. I think that she kind of was able to relate to some of the things we were talking about. It was definitely a team-building exercise. Um, And then Mm -hmm. she bailed halfway through because she was done with it because she didn't want to have anything to do with it. And then we took him through some exercises to get more clearing done. But afterwards, he said that the house was really light. And then the next day, he said it was one of the first days that they had actually gotten along and nothing happened and they felt really good. And he slept like 12 or 13 hours straight through and didn't have any kind of nightmares or anything. So whether it was a placebo effect or whether something was really in the house, it doesn't really matter in his mind. He felt better. He didn't want to go back because as soon as he realized that the house was clear, he just did not want to have anything to do with the fee house. Cause he was like, I don't want to bring anything back, but I don't think anything would have come back with him after the clearing that we did. Unless he went around provoking stuff again. He definitely opened himself up a little more than probably he needed to. State of mind. But the amount of clearing that we did, I would be very surprised if anything could even attach to that house at this point. So, yay for us. I liked his personal touch on the... the was it we had recommended 23rd psalms and he he couldn't really keep that in mind he developed his own technique and his own phrase 
in the name of yeah, in the name of Jesus, get the fuck out. I was like, okay, Psalm twenty three, or that works too. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Hopefully, he'll get back out and do some more investigating. I don't want him to be afraid of it. After that, we did the dream machine, and we did some SDs. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What, what can you tell us about the fee house history? If you're We're ready. You can handle it. You need to take What do we need to take with us? We're gonna you see we need to take pictures of what we see. The pearl. The pearl. Wait a minute. Somebody's laughing. Not pearl. I know what you're talking about. No, that, that, that's a. I know what that is. Now. Okay. Die. Yep. You want me to post the pearl stuff? But what does it have to do with the fee house? They don't see there? They don't see there? I just like... No. Is something going on with the fee house? We don't. We don't. Okay, we don't what? Is it a portal? I got... Tell me. What's going on at the fee house? Walk in place? Oh. Damn. It's, yeah, it's all stuck, right? The energy's stuck? Everybody's stuck? Oh, gel beta. Follow. What is it? Baby. The baby again. Where's the baby? Now look. Sex. Oh, it was the bush song. No sex in your violence. Was there a baby 
That was brown travel. Uh, country to the piece of the same thing that I'm saying. Makeshift. Did somebody have a baby there that wasn't supposed to have a baby? Keep me afraid. Did someone get pregnant that wasn't supposed to be pregnant? Point five. Okay. Backdrop. Are you talking about the fee house or the Lizzie Borden house? You shouldn't. Don't. East Coast? That's Playoffs. That's the Lizzie Borden house. Mm. Why is that coming into this? Mm. Well, it was sensationalized right across mm. the nation. So I mean, California. California blue. Yeah. California be like Hollywood. Can you believe? Haters. Haters. I was born. I. Where were you born? Did you hear that? But where were you born? I came too far. There's a lot of like piano music, like that keeps coming in and out. It's just like a couple notes. Who's playing piano? I think I'm gonna be high. Changes. Who could be? Who could you be? Yeah, who is this? No idea. Do you have a name? Uh, are we talking? <laughs> are we talking to the baby or are we talking to the mom? If you could, we could talk I to kill. Them. Who did you kill? Jackson Hole. Who's Jackson? That's in Wyoming. Jackson's in Wyoming? Oh, that was Jackson, like. Jackson um, Hole, Wyoming. Ringing a bell. Jackson Hole, Wyoming. What is that? It's a town. It's known, it's, it's an old town that's a. Uh, Thousand a, Lives. A ski resort. Today they get. A winter ski resort. I've been there. Oh. It's right by Yellowstone. Something one thousand people died. Fifth store. 
fifth store. Can I get... What do you want? My life. You want your life back? Today? Your life back today. It's like I beat the third species in the book. What book? Checkers. The game book. If I consider. What are you considering? I want to talk about it. Two. Members only. <laughs> More than... Second comments. So, we need to have a member... Peace around my neck. We need to have a, a conversation with members only. What's the piece around your neck? Right now. Right now we have to have a conversation? What do you want to have a conversation about? You know it works, so... What works? What works? Um, who are we talking the to? The time's committed. Oh, jeez. But who are we talking to? Same period. Same period of time as what? When I've got that. Oh, that day. Positive. I swear. Please don't. I swear to you. We're not talking about the house right now. I think looks like I'm here. So what did you think of the dream machine, Stephanie? It's interesting. So I think the first couple of sessions I did, it wasn't on the full rotation. It wasn't quite fast enough. I think it, it would have been faster. I would have gotten more images. The first time I really didn't get anything, but that was my first try. So then I put in headphones and had binaural beats going while I watched it. And I had asked, like, why are we here? What are we doing at the fee house? And I saw I was going up steps, like I was going upstairs. And then immediately I was either on the outside of the house upstairs or like maybe looking out of a window. But I just saw the outside of the house and the ground under me, like it was on the upper floor. And it was confusing to me. I didn't know what that meant. So we just kept that in our minds because it wasn't like somebody was falling to their death or anything like that. It was just this image of looking out the window. But that was about all I got from just 
the dream machine by itself. And what did you think of doing SDs with the dream machine? Was it too much? Was it too little? What was the experience like? That was my first time doing SDs. So I was already trying to focus on the words and how SDs works. But then I also had the dream machine going and it was just a little bit too much. Now, maybe if I was more comfortable with one or the other, I would be able to do both. But I was so focused on the words that I really didn't even pay attention to what was going on with the dream machine. I've done SDs a lot and I've done the dream machine a lot. And the two together is really too fast sometimes. It goes so fast. Like when you're open, you're used to it. You can't keep up. I can't keep up. Maybe somebody else could do it, but I can't keep up. Let me just put it that way. It's, it goes, it just opens you up so quick and the constant flickering keeps you in that trance state. And then the constant sound of the spirit box together is, it's just a rush to your, I don't know, psychic system. You've done it. What do you mm-hmm. think of it? I have not done the Estes and the You haven't done the Estes. No. Um, the Estes, the cutting in and out, just really, it's a, a lot for me. And at the time, whenever we were doing them, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling good. I had a headache, so I didn't want to put the, I didn't want to go to the ESTs. But the dream machine works. Like after she had her vision of the fee house, I came in from outside, and y'all were talking about what she was, what she was experiencing, and I went up to the dream machine, and I had a similar vision. Like I was in the fee house. I was sitting at this long table with an ashtray there, and then like my, my my perspective moved forward through the table and around the corner. And I felt like there was something going up, like a stairway looking going up or, and I could see down to like a door. And it was weird because whenever I got in the fee house, I could see right where I was sitting at the, at there's one table in there and I was there at that table and I could see it looked just like I was whenever I was there in the dream machine, just like the vision I had. And even going up and looking around. So that was really weird, having visions, premonitions of the actual fee house before going there. Um, And it it definitely piques my curiosity of what else the dream machine is capable of doing if you're in that mindset. Like she was talking about her vision in the fee house. And then I stepped into a vision of the fee house, too, that was... So maybe we're trying to figure out how to get the most out of our dream machine, how to use it and think of a way of structure to bringing in certain dreams or certain visions. So perhaps there you can have something else. You're talking about using Hertz uh, along with it, but there could be a, a spiritual journey. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a great journeying tool. You could definitely really... That flicker effect is really intense. Once once you get used to it, it becomes a little more usable. But I understand where you had some problems with both of them at the same time, never having done either one of them before. So, <laughs> so like, here, let's put you right in there. Boom. <laughs> it is. Here, welcome to my spaceship. What's yeah. going on? I did have another vision. I forgot about this. So after I saw out the window, I did have another image of a different house. It was an older house. I I describe it as maybe like the Frank Lloyd Wright era. It was very similar to that, but it wasn't Frank Lloyd Wright. We looked at some houses, but it was large. It had the big patio 
with, and it was brick, it was red brick, multiple stories. And the house is very familiar to me, but I don't know what house it is or where it's located. But we were outside and I was trying to go inside or move so I could get more information, but I couldn't go anywhere. It was just a static image of a house. So I don't know about that yet. I'm sure you'll probably run into it. You probably like oh, I will. walk up to it and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it does have a the flickering lights to me. I don't know. The dream machine to me is confusing. I don't know why. The Estes doesn't bother me so much. Maybe because I'm just used to spirit boxes. So my brain is attuned to spirit boxes. Like the static noise doesn't affect me at all. I can tune it right up. For some reason, the flickering of the light really gets to me a little bit. So I haven't tried it with binaural beats and you tried it with binaural beats and it worked better. Maybe maybe my brain needs that distraction, but it's definitely something that you could do a lot with if you could figure out the right formula for it. We did try it with the pyramid and without the pyramid. With the copper pyramid, it does enhance the effects of it for sure. So when we did it, before the fee house, we brought the pyramid with us because if you sit in the pyramid, it does change the flow. It makes it more intense. The energy gets structured. That's exactly that's a great way to put Focus. it. It comes it or something. I don't know. It's easier. I notice <clears throat> when I'm in it in the pyramid with the dream machine, it definitely everything is a little more clear. You can access energy quicker. Now I want to try it with some hertz, like he was saying, put some EMP in it through the copper. I have some Tesla coils and I was going to hook it up to the the copper and get a, a nice little EMP going through with the dream machine and see if that'll change the effect or if hallucinations mm. will get will be different. I know. That sounds like fun. We hear mad scientists. <laughs> but, those um, goggles, right? What were those goggles? The brain machine. That thing looked intense. The brain machine is a pair of, of sunglasses that you put on and it flickers lights in your eyes and then binaural beats in your ears at the same time. It's like trying to enhance your senses so that you're open up more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what like that saying? app. What was it? Lumine or something Luminate. like that? Luminate. Luminate. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. The Luminate app works really well. The Luminate app works a little too well. <laughs> we played around with it in many different variations. I wonder what would happen if you did that in the pyramid. That would be intense. What about our Estes sessions? There was some information that came out that was relevant to the fee house. Yes. Happy. Fee house is happy. Are you happy to talk? It is Ted. Whoa. <laughs> pyramid. <laughs> yes, there's a pyramid. You're the one. You want the yellow or the white? Support them. What? Support who? I'll be a nice guy. Body warning. Something about power. Bachelor. 
What can you tell me about Mr. Sebastian? There isn't. No. Nothing to say about Sebastian? Please repeat. I want to know about Sebastian that built the fee house. What can you tell me about him? Something's more interesting. Something about a goldfish. I don't understand. Somebody yelling. I don't know, that was weird. Somebody was yelling. So this is not on the... This is not on the... On the thing, but there's like a man yelling in the background or something like that. Who's yelling? Uh, something about God. There's like somebody very religious. Something about God. Max. <laughs> oh, who's Max? Hi, Max. What do you have to tell us about Fee House? We like that. He said he was a man. Okay. Are we talking about the guy who built the fee house? Are we talking about the fees? One way. Are we talking about the fee house? I'm an easy guy. Uh-huh. Vinyl. 1945. He died in 1945. Remember what happened to Or he's from 1945? Hmm. Something's going on. Tom. Okay. Tom. What happened to Max? He's here this time. Max is here this time? Polar? Twitch. I am so confused. Uh, Something about being confused? (laughs) Yeah, we're confused. Can you clear things up for us? Something about praise God again. He's something about God. Mommy. Does this have to do with a screaming lady? Baby. A baby. Oh, was she giving childbirth? The screaming lady giving childbirth. Low something. Low. Low vibe. Like Rosemary's baby? In the shoot? Or shoot? Article. I believe you have extra time. (laughs) Okay. So. This one is for the boys. What boys? Tom and Max. Together. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you. Mm. Okay. One way. Something about painters, painting. Were they painting the house? Is that what I saw? On um, point or going to go point. Okay. So what I saw was people painting the feet house. Could be the the father of the child, right? The illegitimate child, the painter, the. No, well, I had uh, something about pounds, like money, pounds. We're good to go, like a transaction. No, because when I was in here earlier, if somebody's uh, British, 
I had a talking to somebody British. Oh. I don't know. It, it changed. Somebody else. Okay, so another. Uh, is it Pierce? Um, I saw like walking upstairs, and then my body, like the outside of the house, like I was upstairs, either like looking out a window or on the side, like looking down. This is just an observation, but before the light was like red and pink, and when I said it's British, the light changed to blue, so like a different energy came in. Swirl. Who's? Peabody. Mr. Peabody? Sunny grilled cheese. Pierce. Maybe. Pierce Peabody. What was Pierce's name? E.B. What up? E.B. Pierce. Is this Mr. Pierce? Hoopla. Okay. Get your magic cape. This is still Max. Magic Fourteen? Fourteen legs, fourteen lengths. That. What's that? Was Mr. Pierce a Mason also? Some. Not as much as, not as high a ranking as Mr. Fee. Uh, I'm in California. I'm 48. I died. Something about a heart attack. Um, Mr. Fee had a heart attack. Dangerous. He's dangerous. Mr. Fee is dangerous. Dying. Family was dying. Okay, now I'm seeing a house. Tell me about the house that they're seeing. Huge. Huge. The V house huge. Where is it? Have to be completely. What does that mean? Uh Something about standing in front of it? The banjo. The ball. They have a Good ball. and bad. On with the show. Elect. Elect somebody. There's like an election. Someone. I'll elect, I'll elect myself. <laughs> Fill out the application. I am so Go to the gym. <laughs> calm down. Okay. The lights. Oh, like, calm down the lights. 1969. I'm the one. You're the one what? Somebody stuttered. Like, the there's... Arkansas. It did. Could you please? I stutter. No, we're not going to. Put it in your palm. 
hot, bagged, and ready for pickup. Listen to the country station. What will the country station tell us? Don't make me. 1969 again. What happened in 1969? Smashing pumpkins. Okay, that's... Now? Someone. It's 1970. Honor it. It was Halloween. Maybe it was Halloween. Halloween 1969. Wow. Oh, did they do something? Because this is like a super religious person. Late at night. Yeah, did somebody do something on Halloween? Screw everything up. Get an exclusive offer. Make sure it's not defective. <laughs> All right, now I'm seeing fire. And forget about it, by the way. I was okay. I didn't die? Something about catfish? I was treated badly. Hmm. Quarter? Quarter something? Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You were saying so much so fast. And at first it wasn't making much sense. I'm like, I am so confused. And then you said something about confused. I'm like, yes, exactly. So then I think it started to slow down a little bit, but there was definitely multiple people coming through. So did we hear Max and Tom? Who's here? Mm-hmm. Or that was yeah, Max and one Tom? of the yeah, one of the people was Max, and then when you had changed, I think you had said Tom. Yeah, definitely. So in the very beginning, I remember that. I don't remember what I said. I just remember in the very beginning, I was talking to three different people at once. So the messages might not have been very clear. Because they were talking over each other, and I was like, "Okay, wait, who? What is going on here? Who's? Why are you all coming in at the same time?" At first, I wasn't sure if it was just one person talking a lot, or if I had different energies. But definitely, I could feel the energy shift. Like the, it's weird because the dream machine was flickering, and so if I was talking to one person, it would be blue. If I was talking to another person, it would be white. So the colors were actually changing with the energy of the person. And that's how I figured out there were three different people because 
the color would change. So Tom was blue and that's why I picked up Tom and Max was the yellow. And the third person, I don't know who it was, but that's mm-hmm. how I could tell who was speaking. Now Tom is in the house. Max, when we got home, we watched a show with someone named Max in it. Uh, the Legend of 1900. The storyteller's name was Max. The house number is 1900. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It was a movie that I asked her if she had seen a while ago because it, uh, I like good stories and it's a good storyteller movie. It has interesting characters in it. This number, whenever we first got there, it's like 1900, huh? But we, we thought Tom might be the Tom from one of the kids, one of the Fee's kids could have been because there's a Tom there. There's a few Toms. What did you get in yours? You said something about radio or... The radio, that's right. You kept talking about it, the radio. We need to talk about it more. We need to blast it out into the world. Like you you were in this whole message about putting it out there more. And it was the Pearl, right? It was the The Pearl. pearl, pearl, that That really freaked me out because nobody knows about the Pearl. And then you're like, you need to talk about the Pearl. And then I asked, are you talking about the pearl, what I'm thinking of? And you said, yes. And I was like, okay, that was a little, you were like right on top of it. And you're like, do it now. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> like it was too, it lined up a little too up. Well. There's something about energy blockage or dam or something. Yes. Yeah, so the dam, the energy blockage, the dam. Well, my brain is messing up right now. Okay. So the pearl experiment is something that I did. 13, 14 years ago, and I created a thought form in a haunted location, and then actually it turned into a ghost. But the dam is interesting because you said there was an energy blockage, right? Mm-hmm. Which goes back to Zanesville. Because when we were in Zanesville with Josh, one of our co-hosts, and we, were, we went to Zanesville, it was like a 13-hour drive, to get him a dog. We handed in the dog, but we also went to, what are those things called again? Where the water lifts up? Uh, locks. We went to these locks to because it was part of that canal system. Erie Canal. And so there's all these locks there. And we ended up at, the, of course, the 11th lock. It was 11-11. So, of course, we ended up at the 11th lock. And we were talking about how it felt like there was a energy block and we couldn't get through the energy block and then all this stuff about salmon showed up and we were like okay wait are we supposed to be going upstream or downstream are we supposed to be going down downstream with the flow of the water or are we supposed to be going upstream like the salmon and we had remember we had this whole conversation about that and about the dam and how the energy was dammed so it was interesting that you brought that up again yeah it seems like the whole weekend was a lot of revisiting things from the past you were talking about the energy block and then i was like why are we going back there why are we going back to things that 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 happened a while ago why are we being pulled back into that energy again it's almost like we were having to redirect the energy or something which makes sense now that i'm thinking about it because of what happened later (laughs) then the radio thing we're still trying to figure that one out. Yeah. Or did you figure it out? No, I haven't heard anything from my mom. Oh, tell her that radio story. thing. Okay. We're trying to figure out this radio thing because I was 
I said it and there's no radios in the fee house because we looked, but we got home and I had sent pictures of the outside of the house to my son. And he said, this is really weird because he and my mom were just talking about ghosts and hauntings, which I didn't know. Then as part of their conversation, they were talking about my mom having this experience where her radio would turn on in the middle of the night for no reason. And it hasn't happened in a while. She thought it was my grandpa after he died and he was like playing tricks on her, which I think is probably what it was too. But it was just a little too mysterious that they were talking about that at the same time. I was sending the pictures of the fee house and we're trying to figure out this radio. So I told her if it happens again, remember what song is playing. What's your grandpa's name? Gerald, but he goes by Zib. Huh. See, my grandfather's name is Max. But my great grandpa, like her grandpa, my mom's grandpa, is Thomas. No, really? Yeah. So we have two grandfathers coming through, like two grandfather names. Yes. That's very interesting too. What's up with the grandfather energy? Or And then one of the past owners of the fee house, last name is Pierce, and that's my maiden name. So there's a connection there too. Yeah. See, that's really interesting too. Yeah. And then what did your son say? He said he saw somebody on the, in the attic. Right. So he was looking at the pictures and he said, there's somebody... In the top window and then in the attic window and then in the the front window on the second floor. I said, no, the attic, the window he had circled has a curtain there. I said, you're just seeing the curtain. And then in the second floor, that's where the bed is. There's a bed that's against that bay window. He's no, I see faces. I see people. And he described in the attic this man. He said he's like a soldier or something like that, because he's very stern and tall, he has short hair with a collar. And then there was this gold chain thing by his neck. I said, maybe like a pocket watch, because you and Evelyn had seen what we thought was fee with a pocket watch. And he's maybe, but maybe not. And then I had been looking on, I think it's Haunted Arkansas that has the fee house article and there's a picture of fee's father and it he's it's from the civil war he's in his uniform and i sent that to my son he's like, yeah that's how the collar was so i don't know if that guy is there or if it's somebody else and why would his dad be in the attic at the house I don't know. We have two names of grandfathers and then we have a grandfather in the attic. So that's a lot of like old energy, old man energy. So that is very interesting. So whenever I went to the house, I was getting really good connection with the original builders of the house, not the fees, but the people before the fees, the people who constructed it and like their intention and their purpose that they were going to be living in this place and why they built it and why it was built the way it is. It's like a Victorian mansion. It really is. And so the intention in there that was put in there by these people perhaps varied to such a degree that when the fees moved in there and going back to the fees grandfather, 
who was in the Civil War, like, I wonder the people who were building that house, what side of the war were they on versus the people who inherited that house, how they, their energy moving into that space. I think there's a lot of residual cacophony created by their lifestyle inside the way that building is built for like really for kind of ascension uh for making your mind into a into a a, an elevated state but the people who lived in there the fees that moved in there were not aligned with that uh aesthetic or that with that living like that and so they created this chaos cacophony that just resounds in that space that's where it gets the activity there interesting that's just my intuitive sort of interest what kind of stuff i'm looking at the name of the frank fee's father his name was thomas so there's another thomas connection it literally is a grandfather named thomas how many kids did he have I don't know. There's not too much about him. It's just, there's a picture of him. I tried doing research on him and I searched for Thomas Wesley Fee and all I got was Thomas Wesley, the musician DJ. But if I did Thomas Fee, I can get a lot of information like from the Civil War records, but I don't know which one he was. Then I was trying to look at his uniform to figure out if I could tell what part of the services he was in and narrow it down so I could get more information. This is just a side note I'm reading. He bought that house for $139,000. You also said something about California in your Estes. And I don't know what that is, or I don't even know why I said it. I don't know if if you were asking questions about it or not. No, we weren't. (laughs) You just started talking about going West and California. Yes, before we went to... In the Estes sections, before we went to the fee house, you mentioned California, and then you mentioned the East Coast, right? It was like... Oh, yeah, because you were starting to make correlations. See, this is a weird thing, and you don't know this, and that's why sometimes Estes freaks me out, is because we started talking about things that Buck and I had been talking about because we watched the stuff on Lizzie Borden. The stuff you were talking about, the fee house, also related to the Lizzie Borden stuff we had just done research on. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Is she pick- Which house is she picking up on right now? I'm like, is somebody coming through from the Lizzie Borden house that wants to, like, give us some more information? So I wasn't sure. But then you said California and something about going to California or I don't remember the exact wording. But comes to find out later on, we were talking to Drew, who's the owner of the fee house, and the fees actually did go to California. Yes, they had a house there. I forgot about that part. Yeah, they had a house, and then one of the sons was trying to become an actor. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. 
I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was Thomas. Yeah. Which is very interesting. I'm wondering if the house that you're seeing in the Estes is not the house they lived in. Possibly. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because it would be that style back in. It would, that would be the right time period. Yeah, there was this whole thing with California and going to California. And then we ended up doing the tarot reading. The tarot reading was really weird. We did a group tarot reading where the three of us each got a deck. And then we pulled cards on certain questions. And we got some really interesting information from that. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Should we ask who the guy with Apple Watch is? Yeah. I have no idea he didn't give a name. But he was the first person that showed up. So. What'd you get? Oh, there's. Honeybee and chamomile. Honeybee and chamomile. Honeybee and chamomile. Okay. And then the work, finances, abundance, business matters. Okay. A person that you work with. He represents communication. A message is on its way to you. It could also refer to a subject that many people are talking about. 
Okay, so he's a, he's definitely somebody who works. You heard your shaker in the town, perhaps. Yes. Yeah, so he's a he works and he wants to give us a message. <laughs> That's really yeah. obvious. Yeah. So he's one of the ones that wants to talk. Okay. Like yes, ding ding yeah. ding. Okay. All right. So it dinged, but there's no message. It's interesting. Just my message, maybe. No, my phone just dinged. Is that my phone that dinged, or was it your phone that dinged? That's what I said. Oh, my phone didn't ding. What's the message? It's laughing. <laughs> so, uh, so that's. Like, ha ha ha, you're onto something. Okay. All right. All right. So he's, he's definitely somebody in the house that's the worker. Um, But is it Frank? Well, it's, well, it's abundance. So it's somebody that has money. Okay. Right. So it's, yeah, business matters. So it's, I mean, it could be Frank. One of the people, one of the owners. Oh, I'm thinking it's Frank. It could be. Sebastian or yeah, he could be one of the other boat owners. Hmm. Oh. Okay. What did you get? Nothing. Nothing. Are you kidding me right now? Wait, come here. You got the two of fire, the devil, and six of fire. Six of fire, but the devil is like. <laughs> A big dark thing behind her. Yeah. Wait, have you ever seen a picture of Mamie? Mm-mm. Is that the screaming lady? No. No. The lady who burned up? Uh huh. Hmm. Hmm. Is she the mother? She was having an affair with yeah. the dad, yeah. Right. She wasn't the mother of the kids. No. She lived in the house. They moved in the house together. And then they had a bunch of kids there. Three of them, three of the kids were from the marriage prior. His kids. They were his kids from yeah. the marriage before. And, and then does she have anything? Two. She had two kids. And one of them was possibly from the house guy. Does this is this is the fee guy. Does this not look like her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a very similar facial structure. Yeah. I believe she was wearing a blue dress too when she died. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and then she's surrounded by fire in his cards. Yes. Okay. So is it Frank Fee then? That, that sounds it's a associated lot. associated with her? This sounds a lot like her. Her her stuff going on, right? Now I'm trying to communicate what she's done here. This is her doing? This is... Well, I mean, it kind of does... Look, look what he's wearing in this picture. He's got the three-piece suit on. He's got the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be him. Maybe he's trying to uh, set the record straight that she 
blah 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 and this she did stuff blah blah and he's trying to communicate that she did something or, or something like that this looks just like her though i mean like this is the the affair and then this is the uh having the child with the gardener or whatever you know the groundskeeper right uh, having another affair on top of the 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 current relationship that she got into that was uh, sort of well i mean this is like what she's embarrassed off stage right so it was known yeah that they weren't this is like a bigger thing than than the original one that this is the beginning and you know um she needed something uh, more she needed to, she, the way that she did she pulled strings maybe she she used sex to get uh, to cause trouble right or the trauma uh to cause trauma what is that what's that what are you trauma bond maybe she was trauma bonding with sex <laughs> Thomas. So there is a Tom. Wait, who said Tom? You did. I did? Max and Tom, right? Yeah. Oh. Tom was rumored to have been potentially fathered by a servant who cared for the home and grounds and lived in the carriage house. But look how much different he looks than everybody else in this picture. That's Tom. Yeah. So that's her son? Yep. There he is, Tom, who looks nothing like the other children. <laughs> and who also looks nothing like Frank. <laughs> um, but has the fee last name. And... He's not in that picture. No, because it was before that. That's before? Yeah. But there was other kids that were just the same. Oh, wait, one, two, three, like, where's the fifth child? Yeah, he's not there. He's not in that picture. That's no, funny. it's him right. No, no he's, he's not in there. Oh, Thomas, right? Tom, where is he's Tom? He's in the bottom. He's the bottom guy between the mom and the dad. You're right here. Yeah. Yeah. That's Tom. He doesn't look like any of the other kids. So she's having sex to get her way, even with the, even well, with the servants. Yeah, maybe, maybe he doesn't do what she wants him to do. And so she does these sort of things that, that just destroy, that make, make things worse, right? She's, she's making things worse. She split up the, his first marriage, right? He, she probably did something instigated, probably messed up that marriage, his first marriage, and then went on to do more stuff in that next marriage, you know. She wanted to get out of it, she wanted money from him, you know, but he's not well, gonna, see. he's not gonna give her let's that. Let's see, if the reason why she died is because she got burned and then she didn't want to go into the hospital without her makeup on. Yeah, did she go to, well, they said that she went to a wedding or something. Yeah, because she didn't, she didn't want to seem, oh, so she married for money. Six pentacles, she married for money. But she was, so the thing is, is in the article, it says that she was actually married to another lumberman. So she upgraded. Yeah, yeah, so she married for money and then she wanted more from him and he wouldn't give it to her. And so she went and she had- She upgraded. Yeah, well she had sex with whatever why she could would, right yeah, there. Yeah, but why would she do it with a groundskeeper? Well, whoever was around, she wanted him to give her money to, to divorce her and she wanted to take the, the money. Dick. 
she wanted to take the money for herself. She wasn't getting it, maybe, and she wanted it. Well, uh, um, she, Frank was a businessman, right? So he probably was at the sawmills and, and yeah, working. Not home. Uber, not home. Well, Ace Salons came up with literally the yeah. dick card. Yeah. She wanted so, the dick. From the yeah. From because, the, she was yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Frank wasn't around. And Frank wasn't yeah. around. But why is he up in the attic? I wonder if he's in the attic and I wonder if he's in the attic in that house because it's the only place he can get some fucking peace. Just maybe that's an Yeah. Maybe that's just a afterlife thing. Hmm. Hmm. He's waiting to yeah, waiting to be released or waiting to go get get done with his what he needs to do. That he's like jumped out of the deck. Fire, huh? So is it Frank in the attic that I saw? Well, the cards are just jumping out. Attic. I can't make this up. Motherfucker. <laughs> okay. okay. I didn't even know that was a dark card is in here. I don't play with this deck enough. Okay. Also, I'm going to say this. Uh, we need to be careful about having a fire in the attic. <laughs> Father. So the servant lived up Where's there? Where's the passion? Fire in the attic for you. Wait a minute, did he just say, like, go ahead and have sex with the... Whatever, like, just go ahead and do it? Because I'm not going to do it. Go ahead and have sex with whoever you want. Kind of thing? That's kind of what it seems like with that right there. Whatever to get me peace. Because she wanted more, right? She's bitching at him. And she wants this and she wants that. And he's like, ah, just go away. Go ahead and just have sex with whoever you want. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to listen to it. Mm. She wanted more money, and uh, she wanted more of this, and she's going to get what she can get. She just, yeah, she kind of... So did she have the affair to to set him off? Or did he, was he okay with it? I think that's where I'm getting confused. Yeah. She was the devil, though. She's she's spiteful. Doing things that she can to push buttons yeah. and turn she's the screws. The one that put the there. She's the one put the portal there. I don't know. Is that what this is? Is she the one that caused past? I think so. There's some ang- yelling. There's a lot of that arguing. Saturn is the father. Yin and Yang. Why the path? Okay, so this has to do with something. Some angry something that happened in the past. There's like an old argument or something. Or what are you getting? Is the father like um, mad at the gardener or mad at the groundskeeper for this this uh, uh, outside of his will? Or was it done in spite or was it done with uh, like you said? Uh, did he allow it, or did he did he forbid it? Was it forbidden that she did that, or was it allowed? That he, so he could have said, just go do it. He could have said something. And then she went and did it, you know? And being like, look, your words, uh, what you say can come into reality. So she could have very well been playing magic, doing... Uh, witchcraft, doing doing uh, sort of working with these elements and then trying to show him through sort of that play there. This is kind of 
you know, what you say can become a reality. No, you're not listening to me anyway. And uh, the message that, you know, be careful what you say, hold your temper, kind of teaching him that. Like, so if he's the boss man, he's, he's not going to get that from the people that he's commanding. He's telling everybody what to do and she's kind of, you know, being his boss man, taking that position over him like... Well, yeah. he just... It's a lot of fire, though. He seems very angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's... He's uh, very exacting. Yeah. He seems very, like, he's got a temper. I didn't get angry. I got him more, like, impatient, because he's, you know, like, mm-hmm. let's get shit done. Mm-hmm. Time is money, kind of thing. It's kind of what I got from him. Very much in that mode of, like, workaholic. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, because the Empress is the mother card, and they have the Page of Fire and the Page of Swords, and he's the fire... He's page fire and the page of swords is a different child but different energy. So she's definitely sleeping around. Revenge. Yeah, right. It seems like there's a lot of that going on here. Yeah, she's the devil. She's revenge. She did it out of revenge. This is confirmation that he did not know about it. Okay, so who's the screaming lady? The one of the daughters? No, because only daughter. Catherine? Yeah, she's the one that drank the poison. Yeah. She could be the screaming daughter. Could be. The screaming lady. <clears throat> the lady who burned up. That's Mamie. The one who maybe came. So, yeah, maybe one of the kids. Maybe one of the kids who liked the, the baby. Uh, liked someone was fond of Tom. One of the kids was fond of Tom. Like Tom and bore the message to the dad of how to love Tom, and that that's really hard. That just probably is more turning the screws for him, you know, to have your daughter, you know, sort of being the the harbor for this black sheep that you don't really know what to do with, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, it's kind of. She was wearing like these. She was wearing like that pillbox look, though, from the um, like the Jackie O look. I know sixties, but still, it was like kind of that look that, or that late fifties. It was kind of that look. She, she was screaming at the top of her lungs. It woke me up actually. Hmm. She was screaming so loud. Hmm. And they arguing, fighting. It could be arguing and fighting too. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. It could be literally somebody screaming. But why was she wearing like the the clothing? What kind of clothing are you talking about? I don't know what that is. Jackie O. It could be the lady. I know Jackie Chan. <laughs> no. God damn it. <laughs> Jackie O. Nexus. Dang it, I got a fucking good for this shit. Uh, JFK's wife. Oh, right on. Okay, bam. I can, I got that. I got that. <laughs> Okay, so who's the screaming lady? Let's pull cards on it. Let's see what it comes up with. So the Empress and the Nine of Cups. Two more. Emperor. Two of Swords. Looks like we have a woman who's trying to get everything she wants and a man who doesn't give a fuck. The Emperor, he just rules and he's like, I gotta yeah. have some money, give it, don't give a fuck. Yeah, and he's not. He could care less about what's going on in the house. Yeah. I think she married for money, and he married because he needed someone to watch the kids. 
and they were probably having an affair, and then once they got into, like, the actual marriage, then it changed. It wasn't this fiery passion, love affair anymore, and now it's it's business. Mm -hmm. And she's all, what? I don't want the business. Yeah. I don't want to be the fucking nanny. I wanted... I wanted passion. I wanted passion and money, and if I wanted the other stuff, I would have just stayed with the other lumber guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Electromagnetic. Okay, so this usually means, like, a KG meter or... Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna talk to us. Someone's gonna talk to us, or somebody's affecting the cake, like the electricity in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Cellar. There's this basement again that doesn't <laughs> exist. Affecting things. Yeah. So, oh. Okay. He's the one that does the KT meter. He's the one that messes with the electricity. Sebastian messes with the electricity. Okay. Because when we were there. Sometimes the K2s go off the hook. They just start, mm. yeah. There, there's, there's no electricity in the house, so we're like, mm-hmm. and there wasn't any cameras around or anything. You, you can literally just sit there and watch the K2 meters go off. Mm. Yeah. So Sebastian is the one that, that punks everyone. So He's if we're gonna close that portal, we gotta communicate with the person who owns the house. Well, I never thought about it that way, but yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why he showed up. Yeah, he's the, he's the guy waiting. He's for... the boss? Yeah. He's maybe. like, they've screwed up my house. <laughs> need to fix it. <laughs> okay. That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> Going back to the source, like re- resetting the energy of the house? Yeah. Okay. All right. Going back to the basement, the first floor, the... Yeah. All right. Can we get some validation on that, please? Would that be what we need to do? Okay. Fuck. Yeah. What cards you got? I got the Page of Earth, uh, Three of Water, and Nine of Air. Well, there's the house. The nine. Look at this. The card on the Nine of Swords mm-hmm. is the house. Yeah. So he's worried about the house. Why does he have such a weird ownership to it? Page of Earth. So maybe he was part of the foundation of the city or the foundation of the town, part of an instrument of uh, making it good for everybody, kind of like the true uh, spirit of the place. He had good intentions, and then these people with all this crazy shit moved into his house that kind of really... He needs... Uh, that reinstated, that virtue reinstated in his house. Like he was there uh, in the, a part of the virtue and uh, trying to. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking before. It's like he was a mason, so it would make sense that Fee would buy the house or it would be passed down to yeah. masons. But they would have known where they were putting it. So wherever it was built would have been yeah. in mm-hmm. a good location yeah. energetically. Oh. Yeah. yeah. For, so for... something happened. So I, would, I don't know if they changed something or if it's like a, like a, uh, like ley line shift or energetic shift. So yeah. You need to find out. Attracted. You have the energy here and then, 
the energy here coming in and the uh, double bitch lady made the energy shift yeah that has created a, uh, a negative right portal yeah she's only created the portal she, I don't think she meant to create it I don't think she was doing yeah. witchcraft I think it was shenanigans in the house that yeah just the her her character yeah her character and her energy mm-hmm. I know last time I was there they're like oh she's so nice she always talks to us she's such a nice lady like it's the devil in the blue dress well she was a she did go to church every day she does she does keep the the appearances a lot yeah that is known of her she liked to keep appearances that's why she died is because she didn't want to go to the hospital so this to me says kind of he wants us to restore virtue clear out the or or yeah restore virtue um we need to find out where it's it's on the on that corner we need to find out the compass where that corner is and how that works because I think the energy of that that house is creating chaos in the rest of the neighborhood. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not right. Supposed to. It's supposed to be like a. Yeah, yeah. There's supposed to be a positive grid. So yeah, it's supposed to be a positive grid, like a cornerstone. Look, churches and stuff like that are pointing these ways. Like yeah. the way people are singing in the houses that line up with the way that everybody's singing. Is yeah, like, no, I get what you're saying. Um, but it's like, like you said, if there was like a mason, then the house would be lined up according to like good luck or something it'd be like mm-hmm. feng shui for masons i don't know they yeah, call yeah. that but yeah it'd be a cornerstone house either way it should be foundation if that foundation is fucked up then that's going to fuck up the energy in the whole neighborhood mm-hmm. yeah. there's one piece of the puzzle yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very cool well so what about the screaming lady though i'm still unsure of who the screaming lady is is the a is the a lady is she even in the house or is she gone? Death. Okay, so she's not there. She's not there. Okay. The screaming lady? The the lady the who lady. fell down the stairs is not there. It's just in the brain. Okay. So that's an imprint. So that's interesting. Okay, so the people that are in the house that are stuck are the fees. The other memories that we're getting are just imprints. Like the lady falling down the stairs. It's just a, it's a, well, the energy is stuck. Yeah. So it's just going to keep repeating itself. Okay. This was making more sense to me now. Window. <laughs> okay. So there's something in the window. See, there, there's a lot yeah. of. Something about the windows or. And is that the sunroom or something where the kid used to live? Was it that his? was in the bottom floor. Yeah. yeah. So the window, she was talking about the window. Because when she did the, what did you say? You say it. Mm-hmm. Window on the top floor? No, because I, when I was doing that the first time, or the second time, whatever it was, I was, yeah, I saw like steps, like I was going up steps and then I was looking like down the side of the house, like where the grass was. So I was like looking out the window or I was on the side of the house. So somebody's looking down the house. Could it have been another imprint? Is it another imprint like the, did somebody die? Get pushed up Well, because I had asked like what we were here to do. And that's what I got. Okay, so go up the stairs and look out the window, so clear, kind of. 
So I think we're on the right track because this is lost, but it's a compass. Mm-hmm. So it's lost its balance. The mm-hmm. house is the energy of the house is lost its balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need to regrid the house. Re- yeah, reinstate, reinstitute virtue. You clear the the energy, and then you instate virtue or right. put forth the okay. intention in the area. But I think we need to find the coordinates of the house. Because the compass keeps coming, the compass came up, which is like. Find out where the centers of. Well, look around where, where yeah, look at the map. This whole trip, we've been talking about finding Mecca, <clears throat> the Mecca, the north, or whatever that is. We were talking about that way here. Like how, how in the Islam tradition, you always. Face Mecca. You always face Mecca. Mm-hmm. Which would be like the same thing here. We need to find out how to regrade the house so that it's back to its. Yeah, look at the map and the form of see the, the churches around that area or the government buildings, like the large state buildings, or kind of look at the map, look at the roads, the way the roads are turned and moved, and you'll see that, like, okay. Or oops. we can just house. We can just You can do both, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else we need to know? Okay, so the, the screaming lady is the devil in the blue dress. She's screaming because she's pissed off. Wait, I want to ask one more question. Why did Catherine drink the poison? It wasn't. It wasn't because she was mad and just accidentally drank the wrong thing. I'm gonna call bullshit on that stupid story. Um, eight of cups, seven of cups. There's something going on that she was trying to escape. So she's escaping a situation that she feels like she has no. Seven of Cups, she she doesn't feel any kind of, uh, she doesn't have any choice. Yeah. She didn't have the, yeah, okay. there's nothing else to do. Yeah. The way out. There's a magician. She was the daughter that drank the poison? Okay. Yeah. So, so going back to, she was the, she was the harbor of, of black sheep of the family or that, that energy, right? The, uh, um, I don't know, this she kind of the way that this lines up is like uh that's very this this character she was uh an interpreter for the dad of how to take care how to love and then for her to go up self and just drink the poison is very much like uh just your his his his, the toxic way that he is being is just overbearing. Right, right but who is the magician? Is it her dad or That's is it her, her husband? No, her. She's she is the magician. Um, she is the one who 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 gets out of the situation. By but drinking like, poison. Like oh yeah. fuck you all. I'm yeah. just That's the dad. He wanted to control her and she's pretty much saying that you can't control me. Who was she arguing with though? The brother is we're downstairs. We're downstairs. Yeah. So she's arguing with her brother. But her dad has something to do with it. Yeah. His inheritance. The brothers were arguing because one of them was illegitimate, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she was arguing with her brother when we went. Five kids. When we went the first time, 
uh, Evelyn did Estes downstairs in the kit in the dining room, and we were talking to a little kid, and it was like she was witnessing the struggle, like there was abuse or it was mm-hmm. like physical. It wasn't just verbal arguing. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, she witnessed her mom drink the poison. Mm-hmm. So there's something more. I mean, for her to. Feel yeah. like there's no other way out that she had to do that. So women at the time had to be, you know, mm-hmm. if you you were what the men around you said you were, you know, yeah. you well, were, the, and they what, they 20s? were they were the ones that were telling her probably what she couldn't couldn't do maybe. Okay, so Frank Fee Jr. died of a heart attack, not oh. Frank yeah. Fee. So, we got that confused. Or I got that confused. Me. I will take credit for that. Catherine, 1932 is when this happened to Catherine. She was 28. Uh, She was already married. She had a daughter. So, there is a child that did die. Frank Jr.'s son, Frank III, died as a child. Oh. Child. Child. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. So when Catherine took the poison, okay, when did Mamie die? Yeah, if you want to be king of earth, just kill yourself. If you want to be king of heaven, then you give yourself to what whatever it is that finally takes you. Okay, so Mamie died in 1931. Catherine died in 1932. So, this is who was there during the time that she drank the acid. It was her husband and her two brothers. Hmm. So, Tom and Junior? Yeah. There are five kids. It's five kids. So, who's the magician and who's the king of earth? The king of earth is a father figure, so it's not her father. Maybe it's the father... To me, it's like it's psychological, the king of earth and the magician. Um, that she killed herself. So, they're just guys... So, the king of earth is a father, but which, it's not her father. It's maybe the father of her kid. And then, the magician. But then, what were you saying? You were saying that... It could just be psychological. Like, I'm the king now. Yeah. You can't control me. Yeah. You can't well, like control me. You know, I always think of it as, like, the smooth talker. Right. So can't smooth talk me. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. They're trying to convince her to go along with something. Or to... Well, I got tactile, which means touch. Did one of the brothers have a hand in it, right? That's what I'm... Yeah. Literally a hand in the picture. <laughs> Seven of Earth. Something about money. Queen of Earth. They didn't want to share it with her? Something. They wanted to get rid of her? Seems like it. But the kids saw the mom drink the poison? 
No, the, she was downstairs when they were arguing. And they were arguing about who was to cause, who was the cause of her death. Uh-huh. Who was the cause of her death? Oh, 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 I see. I see. So maybe they were arguing over, oh shoot, what's gonna happen here? Like, who was she one arguing of them had a Somebody it. killed her and yeah. then they shoved the poison down her throat to make it look like. Yeah. She just Magician. drank the poison. <laughs> who was she arguing with? Oh, it's just, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you. Which makes sense that she didn't have a way out. She didn't have a way killed out her. because they killed her. She was trying to get out of the situation, whatever the situation was. Yeah. So she was dead before the poison was in her body. Or she was dying as the poison was in her body. The lady who drank the poison, did, was she assisted in her death? And is the poison just the cover story for really being killed before that? And uh, we knew that there was other people in the house whenever she did this, obviously. And where they, uh, we pulled cards to see if they were if they were in on it. What else? We got some interesting information about Mamie, the the girl, the lady in the blue dress, and that was really mm-hmm. interesting. But then what the owner told us, what Drew told us, and what we got in the cards are a little bit askew. This really threw me off because I don't know who to believe. I don't know if I should believe the cards and the energy that we picked up on or if we should believe Drew or if it's somewhere in the middle. We're all at, we all have the liberty to create, to choose which ones we want. Like, you can't really know in some degree. You can. Somebody somewhere knows the truth, right? I don't know. Sometimes the truth is lost. It's There's nobody around that knows the truth anymore to some of these things. So what did we get? So with Mamie, she came up as the devil card, and she was surrounded by fire. And in real uh, life, she actually caught on fire. So it was definitely right. her. Right. And a lot of the cards that we pulled in the theory that had started to develop was that she was a lot of the reason for the chaos. Because their relationship started because of an affair and they both left their spouses to come together and create a family and live in this house. And so already there's a lot of drama around that relationship and coming into the house. And then uh, there was a story around Thomas V not being a biological child of both parents, that there was something going on because he does look a lot different than the other children, which Drew confirmed that later. But when we were pulling the cards, we felt like Mamie was the mother and that she had been messing around with some of help. And it was more, uh, more of a revenge sex type of relationship because Frank was not around. He was more focused on the business and he was disconnected from the family. So she was pissed off and she was sleeping with the help. But when we talked to Drew, it was almost opposite. Yes, and, that, that and they did a paternity test because he said it's paternity test where they did testing on his grandkids. 
Is that, or did he even say where they got the test from? No. Genetically. He didn't say who it was from, but I guess they did some sort of testing on his lineage and Frank was the father and Mamie was not the mother. So he was so. sleeping around. Tom's the younger one too. If they had a child together, it would have been Tom. Yeah. There was only, I think there was five children altogether. Yeah. How many children did they have together? Oh, that's a good question. I know there was three prior to the, Them the getting relationship. Together. There was three older children. I'm not sure if they had two children. That's a good question. So then the question was, okay, so the first time we were there, do we see Frank in the attic because he was sleeping with the servant girl that lived in the attic? Yeah, we confirmed that there was a girl that lived Mm -hmm. in the attic. Yes. Because we got that clearly Mm -hmm. from our last investigation there. And Mamie has special treatment for her because she would give her special soaps. And And, right. Coincidentally, Tom or Frank's room would have been right next to the stairwell that goes up into the attic where the person living out there would have been going up and down. Also right outside his room is the elevator shaft where they would have had the dumbwaiter going up and down. So the master's quarters has easy access to what's in the attic. While at the same time, you can keep what's in the attic away from everything going down below, like... You can keep secrets up in your attic there. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's It's totally plausible that Melia, who lived up in the top, could have been the mother, could have been pregnant and living up there without anybody ever knowing. Could have been pregnant, had a baby up there without anybody downstairs knowing or having, yeah, confirmation. She would have very little... Uh, I'm sure she did other things for the family, but she would not be utilized as much. Let's put it that way. I don't know. Or maybe she would just wear baggy clothes and nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. She took care of the top uh, private quarters. So then they must have had two children. Okay, so she must have had two children because the three children from the previous marriage were actually older. They had how many children together? They must have had two. Two. Because I know the three children were from the previous marriage, according to this article that I'm looking at, that I will post in the show notes. Catherine Edward Thomas Patricia and Frank Jr. So they had Thomas and Patricia together. Now, Patricia looks like her mother. Thomas doesn't look like any of them. In the way that Drew was describing them as they were part of the culture that had no regard for anything wholesome. They were white trash. Right. Yeah, they had a lot of money, and so they just did whatever they wanted. But I was still a little confused about the whole devil in the blue dress aspect of what we were picking up on because there's something about that narrative that came through very clearly and both times I've been in the pea house I had that feeling like there was two sides to her or there's two sides to her or there was definitely she there was something about her where she did do things 
for vengeance or she did do things. I don't know. I still can't get over that. So maybe we have the whose child it was wrong, but I still think the narrative of who she isn't, maybe we just plugged mm-hmm. in the wrong detail. And that makes sense. She was about appearances. And when most people talk to her at the fee house, she is very responsive and she's putting on that face that's presentable right. to society. But we come in and we don't care about that. And so we right. pick up on what's behind the facade. So we don't take things at face value ever. Yeah. I still feel that the part about her sleeping around and the grudge sex, that makes complete sense to me. All that stuff makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think we got the, some of the details wrong, which it's really hard when you're doing a reading to get all the details. There's correct. no reports right. from that time. They're, the reporting, the recording wasn't like, there could have been other things going on that just are not ever going to be known. That you can't factor in. Yeah, she did have other children, and they got rid of them. That could be. We could be picking up another child that we don't know about. And they do have a lot of friends in high places. They do. And Thomas was not, did not, Thomas was not put with the other children. He definitely was in a different area of the house, they put him in the, what the a side room or something on the bottom floor and everybody else had a, a big room on the top floor. So he definitely was sequestered out, but they did treat him well because they took him to California because he wanted to be an actor. He was definitely a ladies man. We did verify that there were air quotes servants, <laughs> i.e. slaves, um, not, I'm sorry, e.g. slaves that lived on the premises. They lived in the carriage house. Was it, you said it was a two-story carriage house, and you were correct, yeah? Yes. Most of those style homes, they have that house in the back. It's two stories. Uh, for whatever reason, or maybe they had horses, or they had their buggies. Probably their life, their horse and stuff like that. They got there, mm-hmm. and the people would have slept on top of that. They probably would have still house and stuff like that. And they would have their own kitchen right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the servants don't eat with the family. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to cook their food in that. So it would not be out of place for both of them to be sleeping with. Right. And the carriage house that is there now is not original. It's a lot smaller than it was yeah. because there was a fire. That burned yes, the so there's a lot of fire on that property. After the fire, the house that's there now is a lot nicer. It looks nicer. Than the carriage that. house? Yeah, the carriage yeah, house. Yeah, it's very cute. Nice yeah. and cute. Yeah. And uh, there was that fire in the fee house. Perhaps now it's time for it to get nice and cute, too. It definitely needs help, man. It looks like it was in a... It was in a in a fight with cannons fired at it now. It's a big old <laughs> hole in the side. Looks <laughs> seriously. It's so funny. So that's interesting with the fires though, because when I went there the first time, one of the things I asked during the initial walkthrough was, has there been a fire here recently? And they're like, yeah, there was a fire years ago. And I'm like, no, no, like in the last couple of years, has there been a fire? Because it keeps selling smoke and I just feel like there's a fire here. And everyone was like, nope, there's been no fires recently. And then <laughs> 
three months later, there's a fire and it takes up half the building. But, and I was like, oh, because a lot of the stuff that, that we got in the first walkthrough of the bee house actually was, it was like a premonition because a lot of it happened after the fact. Like there is, time is weird in the fee house. It's either looking at the past or you're looking at the future. You're never really quite where, you're never quite in the present, if that makes sense. You're always somewhere mm-hmm. else. So I guess they had a fire, two fires, I guess. One actually started where the ashtray was, where you saw in the, in your premonition or your view of the yeah. house. Now that you say that, yeah, the ashtray in my vision was right there, right by where the fire shot up. And the thing that started the fire, they were burning trumpet vine that was growing up the house and they had cut it off and they were burning the stump part. And the fire went underneath the house and then caught the house on fire from the inside. They didn't, they were hosing off the outside of the house. It was all wet and the, and the ground all around the house there was all wet. The, gr- the fire went underneath the ground and then up into the house. So I was trying to create a basement. It's very. <laughs> it's my, where's the basement theory? <laughs> I, keep looking, I keep seeing this basement that doesn't exist. And it almost, the, it was almost, the house could have very easily totally been gone. If the fire would have just reached the attic. It would have had the whole attic and engulfed. But luckily they were, on, it, they stopped it at the second story and yeah, it was that's a miracle that it survived. And it's weird because Mamie's room is the room that got the worst damage. Yeah. And that's where she caught on fire. So it's almost like history repeating itself. It's like the fire never went away or the the fire the energy of the fire is still there or something. I don't know. It was it's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Which again goes back to that whole dev- the devil in the blue dress because the double card in the deck that Stephanie was using is a woman in a blue dress and maybe was wearing a blue dress when she caught on fire. That's why we think it was her and she had the dark hair and we compared pictures and it looked a lot like her. And you said she was surrounded by two fire cards and then we go into the feed house and the room that, that that was her room is the room that caught on fire and she's got a blue fireplace. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So it's, she literally is the devil in the blue dress. And, and the fire was on the opposite wall that the fireplace is. So she yes. would have been right in the middle of both fires. Yes. So it's yeah. almost like the energy of her is still there. Creating all kinds of chaos, like the fire. So that was really very interesting. And this all led up to actually us getting into the bee house. I know, we never got to the bee house yet. But- oh, but before we went in and they were talking about the fire, Drew was telling us, be careful because when the firemen came for the fire, they had opened up some of the windows and they couldn't get them back shut, so they're open. And the side that has the windows open is open over grass. So it would have been the type of windows that I would have been looking out in the dream right. machine. Looking, no, look out, out look out. Right. You're literally looking out the windows of the... Right. So again, we're, you're getting another thing about the fire. <laughs> so you're looking out the windows of the environment open, which is really weird. So weird. <laughs> but again, that's another Mamie thing. It's like the fire is Mamie. 
or her spirit, the spirit, right. the, that energy. Her energy signature is so there, even though I don't know. She's, but she seems to be Catherine and Mamie are the two people that seem to come through the most, and Catherine's the one that took the poison, but. Drew said that she for sure killed herself. And we're like, okay, because according to the cards that we got, sure, she killed herself. But there were, like, mitigating circumstances for why she killed herself. There was definitely some shenanigans going on. But the official story is that they were fighting and she was upset about her mom's death. And so she accidentally drank poison instead of something for her headache. But then it comes out that she clearly did it for suicidal purposes and she wanted everyone to know it. Now, Drew said that she's got crazy eyes, that there might have been something off with her. But I don't know. I don't know. He said that picture of her that they have on the website and on the mantle that she has crazy eyes. But if you look at the picture, she and the baby are looking over at somebody and the baby's laughing. And the husband is looking straight ahead at the camera. So I think she's just looking at whatever the baby's looking at and laughing about whatever was happening. Yeah, I didn't get crazy eyes either. I think, I mean, just from what I felt, I think she was pushed to being crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, she was pushed to being hysterical because of gaslighting and stuff like that. And they were what, Church of Christ? So what it was Church of Christ scientists? Yeah. With Scientology or scientists? Okay. Yeah, Church of Christ scientists. And to me, that screams cult. Yeah, I just feel like she was pushed yeah. in that direction mm-hmm. versus actually being crazy. That's what I got from her energy. And when we pulled cards, it was. The poison was her way out. That's the only way she saw out of the situation that she was in. I think maybe when her mom was alive, she that was a little bit of the support for her that she needed. And then her mom was gone. And then there was no other female energy. And it was all the males around her. I don't think Mimi was actually her real mom, though. It was a stepmom. But I can see what you're mm-hmm. saying. There's a, another feminine energy in the house. And even if she wasn't the most supportive she was still there. I, If she is the kind of person that we're thinking she is, she would have pushed back on a lot of yeah. stuff. And then when she was gone, that wasn't there. So then Catherine was left to her brothers and her husband. Who do seem, I, I hate to use the word, but misogynistic, or they were, maybe that's just the time period too. It could be right. where women don't really have a lot of voice. So she'd be very dramatic about it. Yeah, it's very interesting that those are the two. That's the funny thing, too, is those are the two prominent energies in the house, the two females in the house, and then the woman that fell down the stairs. But that was a different time period, I guess. That was in the 40s, and that was another owner. She owned it from 1943 to 1993 or something like that. Something from like the that. Early yeah. 40s to 1993. I remember the 1993 part. But so she actually own the house longer than the fees did but for some reason her energy isn't as strong there and then we found out that the 
history of the house, it turned into apartment buildings or something like that? Like the 60s and 70s, there were apartments. So there was an addition to the back. And then there was an entrance that came up to the second level from the back and into apartments. So there must have been another staircase or something. I think it was outside and it attached to a deck. You can see where the deck had been cut off. And there's a window where a door used to be. Right. So there have been some modifications to the house. For the most part, the house is pretty much the original structure. It just like the back part of the house. And then you can see when you go down the hallway, there is like another part of the house that's just different. There's a couple rooms or something like that. Maybe there's another bathroom or something. I don't know. It's very similar to what it was, though. There's not a lot of renovations that happened in the house. Maybe some paint and some trim has been changed. Right. Like 80% of the house is exactly how it was. So we go into the house after we talked to we talked to Drew for a good short while about the history of the house. And then we went into the house. And so what did you think of the house? I've been in the house before. What did you think of it? Um, there was definitely a heaviness to the house. I didn't feel like it was evil or there was any evil or demonic presence, anything like that. It wasn't bad it was just off even in the attic everybody was afraid to go into the attic with the last visit nobody wanted to go up there they said there were demons up there and i didn't really feel anything in the attic no it was pretty neutral my last visit to the fee house i spent a good amount of time in the attic and i was like there's nothing up here not demonic i can tell you that no yeah, yeah, I got the same feeling with the house. It's a heavy, there's a heaviness to the house where there's some trauma that has happened in the house for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the scariest house I've ever been in. It doesn't, it's not no. how to explain it. No, it's not scary at all. No, it's, it's just not. It's uncomfortable, but not scary. Yeah, there's a, I don't like it. I would not want to buy the house. I probably wouldn't want to live there. It's not one that I would want to fix up. So I don't know if that's just because of the way that it's built or if it's the weird energy that's there. But it's like I said, it's not scary or yeah, so it terrifying. It doesn't have a scary filter. Mm-hmm. I can see where things would be haunted there. But again, it is weird that there have been other owners, the one owner from 1940, so like 1940 to 1943 to 1993. That's a really long time to own a house. That's 50 years something like that how come her energy isn't more prominent in the house you barely feel her there's the woman that fell down the stairs and that's associated with her and the apartment buildings or the apartments that were there but other than that there's not a lot of her left no it's all the fees yeah and i'm wondering if the fees are there because that's what's been brought up because that's the most traumatic part. And so that's what everybody focuses on in the house. Cause it almost seems like nobody else lived there. But when, mm-hmm. again, when you go through the history, it's yeah, that they were only there maybe what? 20, 30 years. That they bought it in 1906 or 1907. Yeah. And they died in the thirties. I think the one that sold in like 38. 
That's only that's less than yeah. 40 years. Yeah. They own the house. Audra, the other owner, owned it for longer. But it's she's like a blip and like the energy that it's not there. You don't feel it when you walk in. You don't feel that part of it. And I'm just wondering again, if is it because nothing really happened during that time period? Or is it because ghost investigators have just gone in there and exacerbated the fee energy? Or are they really stuck there? Is the energy of those two people really stuck there? I don't know. It's really weird. Because I think the energetics of the house had something to do, or the placement of the energy flowing through the house has something to do with their energy and keeping it there. And that maybe because we had talked before, why were we the ones that showed up? Because everybody else that could have been there with us wasn't there. And it was playing on their fears. People's fears for sure. Yeah. People didn't show up because of things that they feared. And we came in without fear and we're just fine. You were just like adventure time. (laughs) So it's like the energy amplifies whatever that underlying emotion is. And we saw that last time as it brought up a lot of anger and chaotic energy. Which again would be Mamie. Right. Or it could be Catherine because she seems to me she had that same kind of chaotic energy. Right. The two women in the house. Mm-hmm. Hardly anybody sees Frank in the house. And of course, I pick up on Frank. The women when I'm there, I'm like, where's Frank? Yep, because that's where he is. He's in the mm-hmm. attic. Okay. So right. I didn't know it was him, but that's the first energy I feel. Right. Andrew had talked about that too. How he had felt Frank. And he almost, he talked about how he almost had to prove himself to Frank. Right. When he right. had bought the house. He's that father figure. 32nd Mason. He definitely... Even if his family was right trash, he definitely held some kind of clout just for being a Mason, which is interesting, too. It's definitely a Mason house, so it definitely has... It was built by Masons prior or something like that, or there was... We don't, I was theorizing that because he was so, such a high-degree Mason, that it's likely that it would have been passed down from another Mason. They were all in the lumber business. So I'm sure there's some affiliation. But what I was saying with the playing of the fears and the emotions when you go in there, because of the energy of the house, you know, the other owners, they they didn't have this chaotic energy like the fees did. So that may be why they are amplified like in that space. Yeah. That is a, that's a very interesting hypothesis because when rex was calm nothing happened as soon as he got worked up that's when the air quotes demon thing happened that's when everything mm-hmm. kind of went wonk it's almost like you said like the house is like a it just generates whatever you create so if you go in calm then you're gonna have a calm night which we did. We were just like super chill about it. We did have some things happen. It was just weird. A lot of the night we just sat around the kitchen table and talked, ate yeah. snacks. Yeah. yeah. Lay down in the attic. I must took a nap in the attic. 
the scary demonic attic. I'm all, oh, this is a really great place. I'm just going to lay down. Yeah. Which brings me to our EVP sessions that we did. We did some knocking EVP sessions. Okay, we're at the Fee House. It's Heather. What's your name? What? Stephanie. Okay. We're here on the second floor. We want to know who brought us here because you got rid of Brian, you got rid of Evelyn, you got rid of Josh. So why do you want us here? Footsteps are us. We're walking. So this room uh, was the one that was burned, but there was another room next to it that was also burned? Yeah, that was a bedroom. This is where the squatters was. But lots of windows, like a sunroom. It's very tippy here. It's nice to So who wants us here? Yeah, we weren't allowed in this part of the house last time. Oh my god, okay. Oh god, okay. I don't know, but I don't like it. <laughs> so they opened up the windows here when there was the fire and they couldn't get them down again? Yep. So they broke? Here's our window. Oh, you look out the window. What do you see down there? This is the room. There's also a room in here too. This is a bigger house than I thought it was. Okay. So why do you want us here? You've got mirrors. Yes, that's what I was saying to you. Yeah. So. If you have anything to tell us, let us know, please. As I'm avoiding going up the stairs to the, <laughs> the attic. <laughs> Alright, you guys ready to go to the attic? Alright, Frank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no shenanigans, please. How do we feel up here? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm really high up in a house here that's really old. Do you guys want to sit down? And... Alright. I don't like it up here tonight. Usually I don't care. Tonight I don't like it up here.
Hey guys, God is here. What do you want? He was a scientist. He was like a scientist. No, a scientist. Church of Christ scientist. Church of Christ scientist. If he, if he was. But the guy before that, I wonder what. What he was? Yeah. Like his. I don't know. His, what, that would be heavenly. His energetic imprint would be, you know, sort of. Uh, maybe there would be some clues in what faith he practiced. Um, you know, he was, uh, the people who built this were, you know, uh, owner of a lumber mill or his foreman. They both worked on this project together. I keep hearing foreman, so it's probably foreman. But, like, I guess I'm just trying to figure out what we're doing here. Like, obviously we were supposed to come here. That part is... Chopping flashlight. To see the the way that the society moved, wrecked the ship, kind of like seeing how the ship has become wrecked from the shifting of the energies that moved. Could be. Could be. Uh, do you want to um? Do you want to do some knocking and see if they knock back? Oh, you were rolling the ball. We're rolling a ball, but yeah. the ball never came back. Okay, so yeah. do you want to knock and see if it knocks back? We're in a full moon too, so something's up. Yeah. Yeah, we got this here. All right, we're gonna knock three times, and we need you to knock back, whoever it is up here. You got us in the attic. You got us here. Ready? Okay, I'm gonna knock three times. Knock back.
talk to us. We're not like the other people. We're not going to provoke you. Knock again three times. Okay, I'm gonna knock three times. Knock back, or do you wanna do something else back? That's okay too. Is there something you want from us? Okay, I'm gonna knock one more time. We noticed that all of our answers came from outside of the house, not actually in the house. It was like there's all these exterior things happening. Vehicles driving by, motorcycles, the bass of sound, the songs through the cars. Yeah, it was really weird. People outside answering our questions, not realizing they're answering questions. Yeah. 
we literally did an EVP session in the attic and we had nine minutes of motorcycles. And I'm like, something that had the windy. (laughs) It was nine minutes of motorcycles. I know we're on a street, but I have never heard nine minutes of motorcycles. It's a Sunday evening. Yeah. Nine minutes of motorcycles don't going down the street. Mm-hmm. So weird. And then we were asking to knock three times. We were in Mamie's room. And we were asking to knock three times. And what happened? A car drove by. And the bass of the song in the car bumped three times. Right. So we were getting all these like weird things like that happening. Where it wasn't in the house. It was outside of the house, which I thought was, and I couldn't figure out, like, I've never had that happen before. So I have no idea what that was about. Like, why was it the external forces that were answering the call? Other than to pull us outside. Prior to going to the fee house, I had been studying dowsing. And Heather's been studying it for a lot longer than I have. But when the fee house came back up, what I was learning was correlating with things that were going on in the fee house. And so I wanted to douse when we got there to see if we could find out where the energy was coming from, where if there actually was a portal in the dining room, like we had a theory for. So I got the dousing rods out and we were walking around and they were doing really weird things. They weren't doing the normal left, right, come together, like you would think you would get when you're doing a dousing session. They were bouncing back and forth. I thought maybe it was just my energy that was making them do the weird things. Like I wasn't balanced because I had trouble in Rex's house and I really couldn't get it to work at my house because my house, we're on an aquifer. So it's really weird here too. And so I had Heather try with her rods and hers were doing weird things, too, that they don't normally do. Yeah, I wasn't sure if there was, like, two dragon lines connected, intertwining or something. But there was something, it felt like there was two energies. And I was like, let's make sense why there's a porthole here in the middle of the kitchen table. Because the, the energy is really funky here. And it was doing exactly what yours were. It was, it was going in and out. There was two opposing energies. Right. So it wasn't... Just one flow. We did, we did douse and find that there's a line that goes straight through the house, through the dining room and the the den area where the where the fireplace is. Straight through the house, right north to south. There's a line that goes through there, and we knew there was another line possibly connecting that somewhere, but we couldn't figure out where the other line was because the Raj just kept going different directions yeah and it's funny because this the line is on so it is a dragon line which is like a major line i don't know what they i don't know in your dowsing what do they call it they're hartman lines the hartman lines are the north south east west ones and they're like the electromagnetic field of the earth so dragon line the way that i learned it is the same thing it's just a it's a line that is it's a major line so there'll be a masculine recommended Mm -hmm. line and it's just a it's a major line that runs across a whole territory they call them dragon lines like a dragon's tail because they're big and this one's pretty big what, it was like three or four feet long 
So probably close okay. to six feet because it was about the whole length of the room. Yeah. So that would be a dragon line because they're just huge. They're huge energy mm-hmm. lines. And we just noticed looking at some maps, we noticed there's a whole bunch of churches on that street going straight through that line. <laughs> We're like, that makes sense. <laughs> you could do a lot of great, it would feel really good for worship on a dragon line or a Hartman line because they give off so much energy. And we couldn't figure out why it was so weird there. And we were trying to look for intersecting lines that were perpendicular and we couldn't find any, nothing was working. So we went outside because we thought if there's a line here, maybe on the other side of the street, the houses line up with a dragon line too. And we can see if we can figure out what's going on, if there's parallel. And what we found was another line that in the information that I study would be like a curry line that go from northeast to southwest that was intersecting. And it happens to intersect where the dining room table is in the yep. V house. So in that room, we have two lines. And when that happens, it creates an extremely negative energy field. And if you follow that line across the street, it would intersect at the same location in another house that has had issues there. We were calling it the murder house. Uh, yeah, there was a big some... murder that happened there. Yeah. So the lines intersect right in the middle of the house, which we figured out was on top of Mamie's room, which we figured out was on top of the attic. And you have the bay window, so it's more of a circular column. So the energy just spirals up all the way through the rooms, and then the attic has the pyramid top. So you have all of the energy concentrating and funneling in that area. Just in that one area, which was great for a portal. So it's like this energy field that's just circulating in this one area of the house. And it wouldn't really... If it wasn't for that major line going down the street, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. The lines intersect all the time. It just happens that it's a crossing point. And so the energy doesn't know which way to go. Right. Left or right. doesn't know. It's neither male nor female energy. It's just dissonance. Which would make sense with that chaotic energy in that area of the house. And possibly with Mamie's chaotic energy. That could have been exacerbating hers yeah it could have affected the whole family if the whole family is chaotic and then you're moving into this strong chaotic energy through ley lines then it would be really chaotic it would just amp everything up which is interesting too because we're the ones that showed up and we're not really we're not too affected by that energy because we work with it all the time because we douse so we recognize it for what it is we're not going to be affected by it as much because we're like oh there's something off we're not going to move right into it because we're not it's not it's gonna make sense to us basically we're gonna try to problem solve it instead of react to it and then we had brought the pyramid with us and buck just intuitively set it up in the den right on the line exactly like literally (laughs) on the line (laughs) and strangely enough on the line where he put it, the energy was perfectly normal. 
like him putting the pyramid in that spot made the line just straight. It kept it, the energy like going. Right. I don't know how to explain it. It was like a nice little dead spot. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, okay, the the pyramid does what it's supposed to do. It just neutralizes the energy. So that was interesting too, that we had this control, even though we didn't realize we had this control. We believe that part of the reason why the fee house is haunted is because of these intersecting lines. Right. Yes. And why there's other issues in the neighborhood with the intersecting lines. Now, was there a, was there another big Hartman slash dragon line on the other side of the street? I can't remember. Yes. It went right through the middle of the houses, just like it did on that side of the street. Okay. So we have parallel lines and then we have this one intersecting line that's just messing up the energy. And of course the two, the murder house <laughs> and the haunted house are exactly on the intersecting line. Yeah. You can definitely feel the difference walking across the street. It's really weird. Once you kind of tune into the energy, you can feel like one side of the street where the intersecting line is very chaotic. And then you walk up the other side, you're like, that's fine over here. There's definitely a difference in how things are happening. Right. So that might be the only reason we are at the fee house. We don't really know because we didn't get any activity inside. Nobody really talked to us. We would get hints and clues, maybe one word that would circle back to something else and connect with past experiences. But there wasn't really a lot of new activity that came from the house. Itself. Yeah, that's weird too, because we got more information doing SDs outside of the house. We did try to do some spirit box stuff in the house. We did try to do knocking. We tried to do EVPs. We tried all the usual ways of getting activity in the house, and none of it worked. When we were at our Airbnb, though, we got all kinds of activity happening. We got all kinds of information. Yeah. So everything was external. Like it's almost like the house was in a null void state or something. Yeah, it was like dead. Except for this chaotic energy that we felt. And strangely enough, on every floor that we were on, just three floors, every floor that we were on, we ended up in that energy pool. Like I I noticed like we didn't go anywhere else in the house except for no. We tended to stay in that energy pool. We did, yeah. When we were in the attic, Buck was leaned up against the chimney that would have come from Mamie's room. Yep. So we were in that area, we just and then we went, the yeah. Then we went down to Mamie's room, and then the dining room. Now the only thing that did happen, the, the house did welcome us. See, that's the thing that throws me mm-hmm. off too, is the house did welcome us when we walked in. I got this weird feeling like, oh, welcome back. Like I got that that rose red feeling like (laughs) it wanted us to be there. And then something kept touching the side of my face or someone and my hair. Somebody kept playing with my hair. And I was like, okay, that's enough. It's annoying. Hey, you're back. But it was more like a nice feeling. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, we're going to haunt you. It was more like, oh, we recognize your energy. We recognize that you're here. And when we were in the attic, because we went up there first, the only feeling I had was the same playful, youthful energy that I had picked up on when we did the remote investigation. But nothing wanted to talk to us or come out. It was Mm -hmm. just there. 
It was just there. Yeah. And even yeah. in the attic, I hate going up those attic stairs. Scare the crap out of me. I hate those stairs. But once you get past the stairs and you're just up there, it's really calm, actually. Both times I've been up there, it's been really calm. There wasn't anything that I felt. I didn't feel like. Oh, we had a private investigation, so we were basically handed the keys. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, there. We could a whole bunch of things could have happened, but it was just very quiet. Mm -hmm. I started to fall asleep actually at two in the morning. I actually literally almost fell asleep. That's how quiet it was. <laughs> so overall, what do you feel about the fee house? What do you feel like we went there? What is the lesson we're supposed to learn here? Or what's what's going on? I'm not really for sure. I know that we had a lot of synchronicities, a lot of repeating numbers, ones, nines, nineteens. It's almost like we we went full circle and we had to go back to complete a phase or to complete something. I'm not for sure what that is or why. Me neither. I know we were supposed to go there because the minute that we started the journey, the numbers started happening right away. One, 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 four, 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 nine, 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 all 19. The ones you're saying, all of those. I saw the same numbers. Eight, eight, eight. Yeah, eight, eight, eight. Oh my God. How many times? Everything started to line up for sure. There was this whole, okay, what are we getting ourselves into? And then when we got there, it was like null void. We're like, okay, what's going on here? We get there and okay, now what? I don't know right. why we're here. There's nothing going on. Nothing is responding to us. Why right. are we here? Why are we here? And it was just weird because we had the whole thing with Rex. We went to Rex's house. We got rid of that whole attachment thing. So again, all these exterior forces were needing to be shifted. But the actual house, nothing, which was very interesting. On the way back home, you said you saw things... So once I got back on the interstate, I was driving and I passed some of the semis carrying the NASCAR vehicles, but it happened to be the one, the racing team that I like to support. And then my husband's guy, because he's the NASCAR person. I just go into the races and the tailgating, but <laughs> So his, he follows Chase Elliott, which is number nine. This is September. And then the racing team, 19 is my guy, Martin Truix, but his racing team, Joe Gibbs, their numbers are 11, 19, 20, and 23. So all the numbers were on there. And actually 20 is from here. My, my brother used to know him. Or go to lunch with them occasionally. There's a lot of connections with the numbers. But then I was noticing after I took these pictures and got home, 9 of September, then we had 11, 19, and 20. So September 19th and 20th is when we were at the fee house and 23. I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I asked Heather, did anything significant happen on September 11th of this year? And... What did you do? What did you say? On 9-11, the first mm -hmm. time we used the dream machine, we got it on two days earlier, but we couldn't open it because of the kids. And finally, they went to bed early on 9-11. And 
And we're like, what do you want to do? And he said, let's pull off the dream machine. So we put it together and we were playing with it and trying to see what we could do with it. And we put up the pyramid and we realized that the pyramid had something to do with it, with the energy. And I was all like, that's weird. It was a football game. We were just at my mom's watching football. There wasn't really anything exciting that happened. But on the 23rd, I started getting random text messages from a babysitting ad that I posted in 2018. Apparently, the ad is still active and out there, and people are starting to respond to it. And... I'm getting notifications. So it's really weird. Yeah. So 923 is my, my, the day that I got married. (laughs) Oh, strangely enough. Yeah. Yes. So there's some weird connections. So there's some strange connections with all those numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 919, we were at the fee house. Yeah, 919 was Sunday. So we got there on the 19th and then we were there overnight to the 20th. So there's like this weird. So again, everything's lining up. There's all these things. Even with the Estes, we have our grandfather's names that would they actually match the fee house and then the movie that we saw afterwards. It was, there's all these little correlations. So it's okay, we're on the right path, but then what's the path? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know. Which is, which seems to be par for the course, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. But if that's the end of the cycle in a completion, what's the next go around? (laughs) What's the next cycle? 888 is still showing up. Is it? Everywhere. I logged into the old PTA email because apparently I'm still the admin. I had to try to fix their website thing and mercury is wreaking havoc but the inbox is at 888 unread messages <laughs> okay and i have it open because i'm waiting for GoDaddy to respond to me and it hasn't changed no emails have come through it's That's just setting weird. at 888 yeah i'm not gonna lie that is a little weird i haven't seen the numbers as much i just remember so Usually I don't remember my my wedding anniversary because I'm divorced. But for some reason on the 23rd, I was like, today's my wedding anniversary. <laughs> the chaotic energy that's there because of those lines that are intersecting. So that is going to amp up the negative energy. But because of the intensity of Mamie, and her being in that location, I think she's not just a signature. I think there is an entity or something that is there. And I don't know if those intersecting lines are part of what's keeping her there. Or if it's just that is her energy. And so she likes being there and being in that. But there is something definitely going on at that house. There's something off about it. The energy is different. I don't think it's demonic. I don't think it's anything scary or anything that's going to hurt somebody. Obviously, there was some sort of trickster energy that was attracted to that place because it went home with Rex. But you have to be open to that. 
and is playing on fears. So if you're afraid of something like that, it's going to amplify. But it's nothing to be scared of. If you want to investigate, that's a great place to go and investigate because more than likely something is going to happen. Yeah, I would definitely investigate there. Yeah. If I hadn't investigated twice already. I don't, I think Mamie's for sure there. I think Catherine is there. I think there's an energy of her. If there's somebody who acts like Catherine or is Catherine, I don't know. It could be an egregore just because people talk about it so much. I don't know if Frank is there. I'm not sure if Frank is an actual entity or Frank is just a, like, leftover residual energy. I'm not sure. I don't know if they're trapped there, though, or they just want to be there, like you said. That's one thing I haven't figured out. It doesn't feel to me like they're trapped there. It feels to me like that was, like, their best times of their life. That makes sense. But you know what you just said about an egregor and what kindred spirits did? Maybe that's why they're on different energetic levels and they didn't know each other was there. (laughs) It's because Catherine is there or not there or it's not real Catherine. It's a created one. Yeah. It's hard to tell, too. It's hard to tell. That (laughs) Maybe that's where Pearl comes in, too. That's a whole, you know, that's why I'm like, yeah, maybe that's why everything was external and not actually in the house. Because it's just mimicry. We want an answer. Okay, the universe is going to give you an answer. Yeah. Now I have to think about that because the energy could be mimicked easily if people are going in there all the time and talking to me because Mamie and Catherine are the two people that everybody talks to all the time. And it interacts every single time. But maybe it's not really them. Maybe it's a thought form of them. Maybe that's the two-sidedness of it all, is that people are talking to the the thought form that they've created of her, what she's supposed to be, not who she actually is. That actually is a theory that that could be. We're putting all these things on her. And that could be why the woman that we got in the cards is not the same woman that's in that house. Because why would they not know that they're in the same house? They live together. But if they're on different energy planes because they are actual thought forms, they wouldn't know of each other. They would have no history of each other. Because nobody knows how they interacted with each other. It's just our projection. It's projection. Yeah. Because if it was a true like residual haunting or if it was a true entity haunting or I forget what it's called. Anyway, we all know what we're talking about here. But if it was a true entity, they would be able to interact with each other. They would be going to each other's room. They'd be crossing each other's paths all the time because that's what they would know in Mm -hmm. real life. Now you got me thinking because the... (laughs) No, because the yeah. ley lines there, the way that the ley lines are sitting, you're creating a portal. What do you need in order to create an egregor besides the energy? You're going to need an energy source for it to feed off of. A portal is a perfect energy source for an egregor or a thought form to feed off of because you don't have to constantly put in the intention. The intention is going to sit in the energy of the portal. So it's going to constantly be fed. 
So all it takes is for people to come in there little by little and feeding it and adding more history to it. It's like the perfect grounds for a thought form. She got really angry, right? And And weren't we talking, we were talking about it wanting our energy, right? It wanted us to get angry to have the energy. Right. Yes. That's what I was going with. Yeah. Yeah. So she, whatever she needed to create is what got created. Whatever Rex is afraid of demons, big time. Right. He's afraid of attachments. Right. So guess what happened? He got an attachment. It's just a thought form. It's a thought form of his attachment. So all the energy of them fighting is collecting into this thought form of this attachment, this demon thing. And then, yeah, it's like, this all could just be thought forms. The haunting of the fee house could just be because of those crossing ley lines and the energy creating thought forms. And that's why the stuff that we're getting through tarot cards is not lining up with what the actual house is doing because we're actually getting the people, not the story, in the house. If Rex created the thought form of the demon, the demon would go home with him. If it didn't have, so if Rex is creating it, not realizing he's creating it and he's the energy source for it, it's going to move into the ether and it's going to follow him. In, unless there's like some story or some kind of grounding energy that puts the thought form back into the area. We don't care about the thought forms. We care about the actual people. We're like, we're trying to get down to the actual people. We're not buying into the story. Thank you for listening to the Council of Greg. Links and show notes for this episode are located at www.councilofgreg.com. If you like the podcast, please share on social media and don't forget to subscribe wherever you download podcasts. See you in the mystery.